everybody hello happy 2020 happy 2020 happy new year happy new year welcome to the home record podcast i am the golden greek alex arion joined as always by my beautiful lovely gorgeous amazing trophy wife monique happy new year happy new year yay yes this song is something else I'm just gonna out. I'm just gonna crank this up a little bit more for just a second. I'm sexy and I know it. This is the first time I've ever listened to this song. <laughs> it's completely ridiculous. I'm sexy and I know it. L M F A O. Tremendous. Mm. <laughs> what? You're funny. <laughs> Thanks. You love this song. I don't you know about secretly love it. I don't know about love it, but yeah, it's it's something. It's something. So happy New Year again. Yes. And uh, as I said, welcome to the Home Record Podcast. A new year. It's a new year. 2019 is behind us. It is. How was your 2019? I think I had a pretty good 2019, all things considered. Yeah, I think so. How about yourself? It was, I had some ups and downs, but overall, I think it was pretty great. Isn't that every year, though? Ups and downs? I mean, isn't that life? Just having ups and downs? Typically, yes. Okay. Yeah, looking back on 2019. We kind of got through some things together in our life. We started this podcast. Yes, we yes, sure did. The Home did. Record Podcast was born. And we were able to meet some wonderful people because of it. And we started new businesses. Yes, we did. Yeah, so pretty pretty exciting year of, of new beginnings. And 2020 hopefully will bring us into greater growth and expansion of, of those beginnings. Maybe prosperous. Prosper. I can't say it. You suck. <laughs> Stopping. Prosperous. Prosperous. There, there we go. There, there you go. You Third time's it. the charm. There it is. Yeah, don't ever give up. No. Just, just go till you get it right. Exactly. Kind of like I was baking my macarons and I've been trying so hard to make them perfect. Hey, seventh time's the charm. Just, yeah. just nailed it after seven times. Yeah, there you go. 
There you go. I didn't realize baking cookies was so hard, but then you explained to me the process behind these things. I'm sorry, not cookies, macarons. Well, they're cookies, I right. guess. And yeah, uh, <laughs> you've been frustrated just till you finally got them perfected today, yes. actually. So yes. congratulations. You, you. you finally got it right. Thank you. I well did. Done. I wouldn't be able to bake my way out of anything or bake anything, I should say. That's so why you have me, honey. That Yes, exactly. Exactly. So mm-hmm. you started your business. I did. I have launched mine as well. You have. You have your own business. Yes. AlexarionFitness.com yes. is the website. Well, go ahead. What I was going to say? say we each started our own separate business, like yes. not together, right. but our own things, which I think is really cool. Yeah, I think so. I think you're you're going after something that you thought was your calling and you finally decided to go for it which is fantastic. Me, myself, I've been working on my business now for, geez, a, a lot a, a lot of this year, just getting the, the everything in place, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, finally launched, I guess, is the, is the proper yes. term that, that people use nowadays. That's what the kids are saying. I've launched. <laughs> I've launched. So yeah, alexarionfitness.com. It's, uh, it's my website uh, where it's a blog where I'll be posting fitness and nutrition tips that I've used throughout my life, but especially in this past year to get healthy and in the best shape of my life. I am right now currently the lightest I've ever been in my life. And you well, keep losing weight. as an adult, as an adult, I should say, because <laughs> I mean, obviously I was light when I was a kid, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I just keep, it's like I'm wasting away or I mm. should say the fat is wasting yeah, off of my body. You look fabulous. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. This past year, I just kind of I've, I'm trying to figure out the best way. I'm just going to talk and whatever comes out, comes out. You know, I've always had a fascination with physical fitness, with looking good, feeling good. But in the past few years, especially ever since I stopped wrestling, where I didn't really have that pressure to look a certain way, I don't want to say I let myself go because I, I don't think that's an accurate description, but I just, I guess I kind of slacked a lot. And I put on some weight. I was I got kind of heavy. Like for me, I think the heaviest I've ever been was around 230 pounds. And that wasn't all muscle. And now I'm down to 178 pounds, which is it's pretty light. That's a pretty big, big drop in weight. And I feel good in that way. Like I feel you know, like I just in, in all around, I just feel really good at this size, at this weight. So I'm going to try to maintain it. But I've been keeping track of everything because this is all stuff that I've known my entire life, my entire adult life, I should say. And it's something I've always followed. I've always, I guess, experimented is probably the correct word on myself with different diets, different foods, different exercises, different supplements and that kind of thing. And I finally decided, I I always had people my entire adult life asking me advice. Hey, how do I put some size on? How do I drop some weight. How do I always people coming to me for fitness tips and advice, coworkers and things like that. So I finally decided this past year, I'm going to get my personal trainer license certification, excuse me. So I finally got certified as at a, as a personal trainer. And I, I, one of my biggest pet peeves when I would go to the gym is I would see personal trainers that were showing new people how to use the equipment and that kind of thing, or that had clients and they just weren't in shape. They'd either have a big belly or they would have no muscle tone, no no size at all. They'd just be like a skinny guy, but showing somebody how to 
use the equipment. And I'm not knocking people like that, but for me, if I'm going to give somebody advice on how to get in shape, how to look good, how to feel good, I feel like that's something you should be leading by example. You should look the part, I guess. You mean practice what you preach. Thank you. There you go. Practice what you preach. So I got my personal trainer certification. So I'm a certified personal trainer, whatever that means. But I guess you you have to have that if you want to be doing that kind of a business. So I got that. And I decided I'm going to look the best I've ever looked so that I can... I mean, hell, I, I read somewhere once that your be- your business card, your best business card is you. And if I look like a out-of-shape slob, well, who the hell is going to want to listen to me, right? Yeah. So anyway, long story short, over the past year, that's what I've been doing. I've been working on that, just got a bunch of routines written out. I've helped a couple of people get into really, really good shape. And I wrote an ebook, which is for sale now that you can find it at alexarionfitness.com. It's uh, it's called the No Excuses, No Exceptions, Eight Weeks to a New You. It's it's a it's an ebook, but it's it's a it's kind of an overview of a nutrition plan and also a done for you eight week fitness program. Head on over, check it out if you're interested in getting in shape and, and I'm gonna give you a little bit of a warning. This is written for people that have a history with exercise because it's pretty intense. But it's also not just an exercise program. It's not just designed to get you in shape. It's also designed to get you to get in the right mindset, uh, get in the right habit of exercise. Because exercise should be a habit, just like anything else. You wake up in the morning, you go to the bathroom, you brush your teeth, you comb your hair, whatever. It's a habit. Well, exercise should be a daily habit for people too if you want to get and stay in shape. That's the key is staying in shape. So that's what this book is, is written for. So if you have any kind of a history with exercise, weightlifting, you want to just get back in shape, you want to get in better shape, check out the No Excuses, No Exception, Eight Weeks to a New You ebook. And I'm going to take a cue from you. You gave our listeners a, a little bit of a treat, a little bit of a, a special deal. I did. Last week with, yes. with your new business. So if you want to check out the uh, the new ebook that I've written, Head on over. It's going to be the uh, a link to it is also going to be the pinned tweet uh, on my personal Twitter account, which is at the Alex Arion. I don't think I've ever said that on this podcast before. So go ahead and check that out. Give me a follow, and then it'll be the pinned tweet up in there, and there will be a link also there. And if you use the promo code podcast, I'll give you twenty five percent off. That's a great deal. There you go. Check it out, and uh, yeah. That's that's what I'm doing now. So Yay. pretty pretty excited to kind of share all the knowledge that I've acquired over the geez, twenty five years of working out, exercising, eating right, studying fitness and nutrition. And I have to say, you know what you're talking about. You have guided me and when I wanted to lose weight and get in shape, I was able to do that. The big thing is you have to want to do it because if you don't want to eat healthy and you don't want to exercise there's there's no point in trying I mean you have to want to do it absolutely that's and that's kind of this this ebook I I go for a lot of those kind of things in there and that that is the number one thing I think that people don't make that commitment 
to themselves, never mind to other people. Forget If you want to get in shape, you get in shape for yourself. It's not to impress anybody else. You do it for yourself, and then you'll succeed because you truly want to do it. And, and like I said, you got to basically just form it, uh, form a habit out of it. Make it a habit. So, yeah. How many days does it take to make a good habit of something? There's There's research out there and things like that that have been done, but I'm going to say... Me personally, I think at least six weeks. You got to give something at least six weeks, consistently sticking to it. I'll tell you how I kind of got my butt into gear. I decided that I'm going to, I wrote out a, a plan for myself, a routine for myself, and it, it was custom made to me. Obviously, I have my physical limitations and things we're not going to get into here, but I decided that. And I, I told you about it too, just so you would know what I'm doing, obviously. It helps to have support. So if you got somebody in your life that can support you, it's, it's always a big help. But it's not necessary, but it's definitely a help. And I said that I'm going to give myself 75 days. And I'm going to follow this plan exactly. And if I mess up on even one thing on this plan, I'm starting over. I'm starting over back at day one until I hit 75 days. How long did I end up going? It was over 120 days. It was like right? 125 days, yeah. I think. And the only reason I had to stop is because I had to get ankle surgery. That's literally the only reason I stopped. Yep. <laughs> that was it. So, and, and now I'm back. To, I'm, I'm actually even more strict now than I was those first, you know, 75 days that I gave myself. Mm-hmm. But because uh, then I'm, I'm, I feel good. I'm, I think I look good. And that, that's, that's the most important thing. I, I feel good. And that, that's, that should be everybody's goal. Feeling good is... I mean, you can't really put a price on that kind of thing, you know, Get, getting your health back and, and just feeling good and, and looking good is a great side effect of that. So anyway, that's that's what I've been up to. But speaking of that, I mean, that's kind of how we're going to, I guess we can use that to segue into what we're talking about today, and that is body image. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the new year, this is the time when everybody makes those New Year's resolutions. I got to get in shape. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to exercise more. I'm going to lose that weight. I'm going to drop those 15, 20 pounds that I put on over the holidays. And then what happens right around February, March? The joke when people go to the gym all the time, it's, oh, yeah, let's wait till about February or March and it'll be empty again. Pretty much. Yeah. And and that's not an exaggeration. That's I mean, it's just generally how it is because most people, they'll make that commitment. They'll use the new year, which is great. It's good to have a a, a, a starting point, I guess. They'll use it as a launching point, and then they just kind of, uh, they just, they don't stick with it. They, they give up. They, they let a little tiny speed bump in the road deter them and just knock them off course. And that's why I said you have to want to do it, because if you really don't want to, you yes. can absolutely want to lose weight, yeah. but you have to want to be willing to do the work involved in it. You have to yeah. want it so bad that you have to be like, doesn't matter what I'm going to do. Like, what needs to be done is going to get done. I'm going to do it. Yeah, I have to go to the gym five days a week. I'm gonna do it. Right, and I mean, and that that's that. I mean, that goes with everything, not just exercise, but if anything, if you yeah. decide you want to do something, you gotta gotta do it. That's it. How mm-hmm. bad do you want it? You know, but yeah, I think with with the whole New Year's Day, the New Year's resolutions, and getting in shape, and I mean, that's I don't want to say universal, but it's as close to universal as you can get. I think without being absolute, because I know I've done it in my life. You know, whether whether I was younger or even in recent years, I've done it. 
I'm sure you've done it as I, well. I'm not a New Year's resolution kind of person. And I hate it when people say, oh, what's your New Year's resolution? I felt pressured to say something. But I don't believe in it because I believe I, if you want to change your life, just do it at the moment you decide it. Thank you. Absolutely. And and I was actually going to mention that as well. But go, going just based off of it being the New Year and talking about that. But I'm glad you said that because as a kid growing up, and as a teenager in my early 20s and everything, yeah, New Year's resolutions were a thing because that's kind of how you're raised and how you're taught. But think about it. Everybody waits for that time to do stuff. Like, why are you waiting? What the, What are you waiting for? If you want to get in shape, why are, why are you on December 15th saying, yeah, come the New Year, I'm going to get in shape. But, you know, I got Christmas and everything, so I'm just going to wait. Why are you waiting? Start now. Like, start right then and there. Like, what? What what is waiting two more weeks gonna do? Just gonna make your goal that heart that much further away mm-hmm. from being attained. That's it. So yeah, I, I I'm I'm glad that you've always had that viewpoint. It took me a couple of couple of decades to get to that mindset. But thankfully I found that way as well. But yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with you. If you have a goal in mind, what are you waiting for? But the the best is when you get those people that and and I used to have a lot of people at my work that would say stuff like that. Come come like October, yeah, I'm gonna get in shape. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get myself in shape. Hey, you gonna help me out get in shape? Yeah, yeah, okay, sure. And I'd always be like, yeah, I'll give you advice, whatever you need. Sure, no problem. I like helping people out. And I would do that with family members throughout my life, and and nobody ever listens. And and I realized, you know why nobody ever listens because they. Uh, well, let's put it, there's a couple of reasons, but like, for example, my family and friends, they don't listen because it's me. Who am I? Yeah, okay, maybe I look a certain way, maybe I act a certain way, but I'm just Alex to them. What are they going to listen to me for? But it's funny, uh, I'll give my mother as an example. Years ago, would always ask me, how can I lose weight? How can I this and that? And I, my mother has a Greek accent, <laughs> that's why I'm talking like that. How, what do I have to do? And I'd tell her, Stop eating bread, number one, because she eats so much bread with everything. Stop putting so much salt on everything. Stop buttering everything, But whatever I would tell her. And she would, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, and would always kind of wave me off. Then she went to a nutritionist. <laughs> she paid somebody $300 for a two-hour session, and she came back, and she's like, ah, oh, I have to do this, I have to do that. And I, I said, oh, can I look at your plan? Okay. I look at, it was, I'm not exaggerating. Literally everything I told her to do was in this plan. And you know what? She followed it because she paid $300 to have somebody else tell her. So now the, now the advice is correct. I think part of that with people too is if they're not ready to take the advice, you can ask for all the advice you want, but you have to be ready to take it. Yeah. So if you say, okay, well, you want to lose weight? Don't eat so much bread. Stop using so much salt. Cut the butter. Like, just reduce how much you eat every day. Calories in versus calories out. You break it down for them. If they're like, oh, but I don't want to do that, they're not going to listen to you. Right. And it comes down to, do you want to do it or do you not? D- does the want of losing weight outweigh the want of eating whatever you want to eat? Yeah, exactly. That's just an example. That No, I know, but I'm just <laughs> but- saying in general, that's what if people... Decide, do you want to quit smoking? Okay, right. well, does the want of quitting smoking outweigh the want of wanting to smoke? You have to figure out what do you yeah. want more. Right, yeah, 100%. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. You just have to make that decision for yourself. And that's why so many of these changes that people want to make and that people talk about making, they, they just come down to a mindset. You have to have the right, proper mindset for it. And I think, unfortunately, 
growing up in our society, we're all programmed to an extent to not have that kind of a mindset. We're programmed around, oh, the holidays. That's when you eat a lot of food and eat everything you can at Thanksgiving. And then it's followed up by eat everything at Christmas. And every, and then you have, oh, but the new year, it's New Year's resolution time. This is when you make all those changes and everything. It, why? Like, do you have to eat everything that's in front of you at Thanksgiving? No. Why? Why do you have to? Just because that's a quote-unquote tradition that you've been raised to believe? I mean, people just need to start thinking more. I think that so much would be solved if people just stop and get off of autopilot and just use their brains and think. That's it. Just think. You don't have to do everything that everybody says you have to do. I was, t- I was telling this to our son the other day. If you look at everybody, if everybody does the same exact thing, how does anybody get ahead? If everybody's going the same direction, everybody's doing the same thing, how are you ever going to get, how does anybody stick out from that? If you're doing the same thing everybody else does, how are you ever going to be unique? How are you ever going to stand out? Yeah, you have to do your own thing. <laughs> you have to do your own and thing. I think think it's for hard yourself. When you're younger, growing up, and talking about self body image, when I grew up, When I was a girl growing up, we had Cosmo magazine and those types of women's magazines. Yeah. And you look at the women on these magazines and they're gorgeous, which is probably why they were such highly paid models, but they were absolutely gorgeous. And it makes you think, this is what I need to look like. You need like D, double D breasts. You need to have a very tiny waist. You need to have a very shapely figure. You have to be this standard of perfectly gorgeous. And so for me growing up, I had a very poor self-body image. I thought I was fat. I thought I was ugly. I thought I was flat-chested. I felt like I was not beautiful at all. Can you pinpoint like an age that you can think of where you started to feel like this? Like Probably a like number? eight. Nine, really? Yeah. Really? That early yeah. on, huh? Wow. Because you see it all around you. You see it on TV and movies. Yeah. And then, you know, even growing up, you know, you see these women and you're just like, oh my gosh, how do these women look so perfect? And it's not until later where you realize, oh, well, they have in movies, they have certain costumes that tighten their waist. They wear like corsets. They they use padding and things like that to make their breasts look fuller. Yeah. So they use Photoshop on these images. They do so sure. many things that you don't know. And you're thinking... This is what I'm supposed to look like. And I'm supposed to look this perfect all the time. And that's not possible. Right. It wasn't until I was in like my mid-20s where I stopped and I realized like, okay, I'm not fat. I'm not flat chested. I'm actually not too bad. And looking back at pictures of myself, even in high school when I thought I was really fat, I was so self-conscious. I was like, oh my God, I was skinny. I used to work out. I had a six pack, but I didn't think I was skinny. I mean, to get a six pack, you have to have low body fat. Right. You yeah. have to work out and have abs. But yet here I was thinking I'm not, I'm fat. Yeah. And I'm so fortunate. I never had an eating disorder and I, I kind of joke around, but it's true because I could never be anorexic because I love food way too much. Yeah, that's a fact. And I could never be bulimic because I'm way too cheap to just throw it all up after. <laughs> 
All right. But yeah. no, seriously. Not, not, like, to make, not to make light of those not, conditions like, if anybody light, has But for those. me, I was like, I just can't do it. Yeah. And if I want to look good, I need to exercise. Yeah. And as we move forward, you start seeing nowadays, especially more women come out showing what they look at like without makeup, showing what they look like without Photoshop. And you see these women and they're still beautiful. But for me personally, it makes me think I feel so much better because it makes me feel like, okay, these people are more normal. They're real people. They're still good looking, but it, it just kind of normalizes it. It makes you feel like even they need help to look the way that society wants them to look. Well, I th- again, and that's kind of who decides what's beautiful and who decides what's acceptable and who decides all this well, stuff. now that i'm older and i you get know? it you decide exactly. you as your own individual right. self you decide what's beautiful exactly and and I, I i can recall you know they have those those uh what are they called bmis the body mass index oh i hated that because i was always overweight you overweight and you're you're thin like you're thin i was i believe as a I kid was i've seen pictures of you 12 <laughs> you years old very thin 12 years old i was at the doctor's and i got on the scale and the doctor told my mom that i was overweight and my mom looked at the doctor and said look at her she's thin as a rail and the doctor said i can see that but the chart says she's overweight for her height and her weight now my family especially my dad's side the women are like Amazonian, big bone, like everyone's tall, big boned. I have scoliosis. I'd like to think that's why I'm a little bit shorter than (laughs) I was meant to be. But I mean, even my boys, they're solid. They're not chubby or anything. They're just, they're heavy. They're solid. And that doesn't make them overweight. But you have these doctors saying you're overweight. So again, that doesn't help with self body image, going to a doctor and having a doctor say, well, your daughter's overweight. I remember I was 17 and at the time, I, I mean, I'd been working out pretty steadily for several years at that point, taking protein and, you know, eating right, all that kind of stuff. And I was, I was, in, I was maybe about 185, 190 pounds, but I was muscle. Like I didn't have, I was very, very lean and I was getting on my own insurance for some, I can't remember what it was, but it was, and they have to have like a, it was a life insurance. I was getting a, a life insurance policy and we had to have a, they have like a nurse come to your house, take blood work, weigh you, all that kind of stuff. So they could see what tier you fit into. And I was at my mother's house and again, sitting there with my mom and this lady's weighing me, do, going over all my vitals and everything. You could, and I was, it was summertime. So I was in like shorts and a tank top. I'm in shape, obviously. And she looked at me, she weighed me and she says, and she gets my height and she's like, yeah, you're, you're considered obese. I looked at her, I went, what? Yeah. She goes, you're obese. And she showed me the chart and I'm like, that's when, I mean, that's when I realized, okay, this stuff is bull crap. Yeah. Like none of this, this is just pulled out of somebody's ass. It's just a complete generalization. Doesn't mean anything. These are just guidelines that doctors use, but they don't mean anything. They don't mean anything at all. So if you're one of those people that ever was told you're obese or something like that by a doctor and you're clearly not, don't let it mess with your head too much. But yeah, that was when I had that realization like, mm-hmm. okay, this stuff is, just, there's something off about this. This doesn't make any sense at all. Well, the problem is it shows right there that some people, 
they read this, but they don't know how to take what they're reading and put it in real practice. So, right. okay, well, this says that if you're this height and you're this weight, you're overweight and you're looking at somebody and you're like, I'm not seeing fat, I'm seeing muscle. Wouldn't that tell you, okay, well, they don't fit this chart? You know, what, think right. about it. <laughs> not it to seems mention, like common sense, but yeah, it's not. Right, and not to mention, everybody, there's no two people on the earth that are alike. No. Even identical twins are not identical, you know, if you go down to the DNA level. Like, nobody is identical. No two people are alike. So how can you have these charts that say, if you don't meet this mm-hmm. standard, then you are not healthy? I mean, really? Come and on. What does it do? It messes with your mind. Yeah, all of it, all of this stuff. That's all it does. And and again, that's body image. Mm-hmm. Some people allow that to really negatively affect them. Yeah. Like I said, when I got that, I'm like, what? That that's when I stopped going to the doctors. I'm not, this is this is when I because you know when we first met, I wasn't going to a doctor. Yeah. I, I despised doctors and despised medicine because I thought it was just a big work. And at the time, and, and honestly being in the professional wrestling business as long as I was and just the nature of that business where everything is is make believe I kind of st- I started to look at everything through that lens and honestly if you look at everything through the lens of it's all a work you'll be all right because you'll realize that nothing is real everybody everybody it's all just what somebody said and mm-hmm. nobody can tell you that you're unhealthy if you're healthy or if you feel good you could be 300 pounds walking around, and I know, I know people like this. 300 pounds, maybe six feet tall. If they took their shirt off, you wouldn't think, oh, they could be on the cover of men's fitness, but they could run really fast without getting tired. They can lift a lot of weights. They can play sports and be totally fine. Who's to say that person's not healthy just because they look a certain way? Mm-hmm. Who makes that decision and that distinction? Exactly, and then what makes it hard is being judged by society. Yeah. I feel like you can't win. And maybe it's just women. It's not just women. <laughs> but we'll I, get I into feel that. like I feel like you can't win. So there was a point where we were working out. We were eating super clean. I got down to the lowest weight I've been as an adult. I got down to about 134 pounds. I was eating all the time, but I was eating super clean food. And I was working out six days a week. I was pretty proud of the way I looked. I had a six pack. I was muscular. I was, I felt great. I felt really healthy. And I, instead of people saying, wow, you worked so hard. You look great. I got comments like, what are you eating? Are you eating? I had a coworker try to have an intervention with me because she thought I had an eating disorder. I had people commenting like, oh, you're so skinny now. But not in a way of like, oh, you lost weight, you look healthy. It's a, oh, you're so skinny now. Like, eat a hamburger. <laughs> and yeah, it kind of brought me down. Here I was working so hard on getting in shape and getting healthy and getting the physical appearance I wanted, only to have especially other women comment negatively we're supposed to help each other. We're supposed to, you know, support each other, not tear each other down. Yeah. And then I was like thinking, okay, so I guess I should put weight back on only for the thought that I don't want to hear other people comment what they're saying. I don't want to hear that. 
And yeah, it, it, it makes it difficult. It's like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. You put on weight. Oh, they're going to comment, just not to your face. But when you lose weight, they comment to your face. Why is that? Do you want the truth or do you want like politically correct? Oh, no, no. We're here for the truth. Okay, and yeah. we know the truth, well, but I'll we're just coming out and saying it. Yeah, it's because anybody that makes those kind of comments to you is probably a miserable person themselves because they cannot muster up the discipline, the willpower, the determination, and they cannot do what you've done themselves. So instinctively, they just they tear you down because misery loves company. Mm-hmm. That's it. I mean, and that's that. That's not sugarcoating it at all. These people are anybody that says something like that, and they may not may not always be considered a miserable person. But if you're going to go and make a comment like that to somebody, then there's something wrong with you. You need to get yourself examined because why? Why would you feel the need to go and attack somebody that's actually making a positive change and doing something for themselves? Nobody's doing it for you. I don't get in shape for you. I mean, well, I do. I personally do for you, I, you know, myself, but for you and the boys because I want to be around for a long time. But you're doing it for you because you want to be around. Yeah, you want to yeah, be healthy. Exactly. I want to be healthy. I want to feel good so I can enjoy my time with you guys. But for, you know, just as an example, Joe Schmo walking down the street who may be a bit overweight right now, why would you drive by him and yell something out the window to him? I, I've witnessed this myself just when I'd go on my walks and stuff during the summer, I, there'll be there's you see the usual people from around the neighborhood that are out walking or jogging or doing whatever. And I've I've had kids yell at somebody as they're you know, and again they're kids. Okay, fine, but still, if you think about that, if somebody's outside and they're running and they're a little overweight, good on them for be being supportive. out there. Yeah, like, instead of making fun of the the overweight person at the gym that's on the treadmill. How Don't about, make fun how of about them. be They're supportive trying. of them? Go and yeah. say, hey, hey, good to see you here again. If you see them there a couple yeah. days ago, good to see you here again. Be Keep supportive. it up. Support people. What what does that cost you? It costs you absolutely nothing. And it could actually that could be the kick in the pants that person needs to stay on track yeah. and to keep on going. How good does it feel if somebody comes up to you and says, You're doing a good job? Feels great. It feels good. Yeah. I mean, what you know, whether you're a, a tough guy or or whatever. It feels good if somebody tells you that you're doing a good job or but stick say, with hey, it. You're, you're putting the be, work. Keep it be up. Be encouraged. You know, the encouragement, it, It's that's a good thing. But people just for whatever reason uh, always feel the need to tear other people down. I, ju- I just don't get it. I, I personally, I don't get it. But again, I think it just comes out of misery loves company. People are miserable mm-hmm. for whatever reason. And instead of working to fix themselves so they're not miserable, they want to tear others down. It, it's just, it's really sad. I think it comes to that and just not understanding. You know, I think there are people who just don't understand. It's like, oh, well, you weren't overweight to begin with. So why are you trying to lose weight? Obviously, there's something wrong with your way of thinking. Like, no, <laughs> there's something wrong with your way of thinking. Actually. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, I'll be, uh, I'll tell you too, kind of in 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 public schools, they don't really teach that kind of stuff anyway. I mean, these are kind of things that you should be learning at home, yeah. hopefully, ideally, from from your home environment, from your family growing up. Things that we like to try to teach our kids. Mm-hmm. But it's not really taught in schools. I don't know if there's a place for it in schools. Maybe, you know, in a health or gym class or something. But I'll tell you another th- thing, kind of expounding on that, and, and not to get off on a totally different tangent, but I think especially in the last 20, 30 years, the, the whole 
everybody gets a trophy, everybody's got to be the same, everybody's got to win. That whole culture and that mindset that's been pushed on our kids and this generation that's come up now, I think that's been very detrimental to people as a whole because if everybody's the same, how the hell do you ever feel good if everybody's down below miserable and mediocre, right? How, yeah. how do you ever feel good? So I think that that needs to be brought back too. Just competition. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with somebody looking better than you or being stronger than you or faster than you? It gives you something to, to look forward to, 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 to shoot for, to strive for, a but goal also, for you but also, to achieve. I think it needs to be there so people can build strength and knowing like, hey, I'm not as muscular as this person, but that's okay because I'm happy with me. People just need to realize like you need to be happy with yourself. And if you're not happy with yourself, think about why. And is that something you can really change? Because if you really want to lose 20 pounds and get in shape, it's totally possible. You just, you need to do the work. You have to do it, but your mind needs to be there. And if you're maybe 10, 15 pounds heavier than you'd like to be, but you're comfortable and you don't want to lose weight, then that's great because you're comfortable with that. Be proud of yourself for that, that you're comfortable with where you are. Not everyone has to be a size two or a size four. I don't know what a size two is. is that, that's small? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I don't, I don't know. Right now, I, know, I know medium, large. Yeah. I'm like a large. size six, size eight, <laughs> but size six on a good day. But again, it's like everyone's body is different and, you know, be proud of yourself. Be comfortable with who you are. Yeah. But don't drag others down because they're making changes. Right. Yeah, exactly. If you see, you know, that that be that be the best advice I can give to anybody out there that's if you want a new year's resolution, you want to get in shape great. Awesome. 100% more power to you. I hope go for it, achieve it, do it. But if you see somebody doing something, maybe your new year's resolution should be to be more encouragement. Mm-hmm. Uh, more encouraging, excuse me. Be more encouraging to people that are actually trying to make a change because maybe we can get those, what is it, 85% of people that start the New Year's yeah. resolution kick that quit by February. Maybe we can get that number up a bit or, or down a bit. Sorry. Yeah, get that I, down a bit. Get more people sticking with their how goals you and start sticking with their simple. plans. Just start simple. Yeah. Start with your mentality. Start with your mindset and make baby steps to get to where you want to be. That's the best way to do everything. Yeah. 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 Now you were talking about so you were eight when you when you started to have these these thoughts and started to question your image and yeah. yourself and everything. I mean look at a Barbie doll. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. And and yeah, I mean and again that's society just kind of pushing a certain it's mm-hmm. almost brainwashing on yeah. onto oh, people. That's absolutely. I mean it's not almost that's what it is. It's brainwashing. You you're constantly bombarded with these images and you think that's what I have to look like. And when you don't look like that, oh my god there's something wrong with me. For me as a kid, my idols growing up in the eighties were like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, you know, big action stars, action Mm -hmm. movie stars and pro wrestlers. So everybody was in shape. Everybody was big. That's what I thought I had to be. And of course having that dream and then obviously going after it and, and, and living it of becoming a pro wrestler. I always thought I've got to be, a certain size. I've got to be a certain weight. I've got to look a certain way. I'll tell you, I, I had a little bit of self-doubt, not a lot, but a little bit of self-doubt 
when I was going to become a wrestler because I wasn't very tall. And you, you were told stuff like that. Oh, you're not tall enough. You I was told that all had the people time. people tell you that. And rather than let it get me down, I didn't think there was anything wrong with me. I just looked at it. I kind of flip-flopped it. I kind of, for me, I said, oh, yeah? You don't think I'm going to do it, huh? I didn't outwardly say that to people, but I would internalize their negative comments. I'm going to show you. And that's what I did. Yeah, it was, I'm going to show you. Okay, yeah, you don't think I'm going to make it. I'm too small, huh? <laughs> watch, watch. And it was very satisfying to get some of those same people that said I would never do it or I was too small come and see me years later wrestling and then be waiting for me after to tell me how awesome I was and this and that. It's like, yep, I know. Feels good. Yeah. And, and I didn't I didn't say, yeah, I know. But, you know, that's how I felt. Like, mm-hmm, fucking showed you, didn't I? <laughs> but, the, you know, that's the thing. It's like you can either take somebody's negative comment and use it as fuel in a positive way, turning a negative into a positive, just flip that. Or you can take it to heart and allow it to demoralize you. Remember, it's just they're just words. We said this before. They're just, just words. words. And I think it's harder for kids. Absolutely. When you're of a course. kid and you're kind of getting told things. Especially I, I think it's in school harder. and stuff. You have a, a mm-hmm. lot of kids picking on you if you're yeah. one of those kids that gets Even picked teenagers, on. Even teenagers, again, of course. Like if, you're, if you see basically what you think society is telling you you should look like. It's really hard. And and it's unfortunately not till you get older where you start to realize like, oh, wow, well, that was completely wrong. <laughs> well, hopefully you start to realize. Yeah, hopefully, some, some because people a don't. lot of people don't. A lot yeah. of people go through their entire lives just yeah. regurgitating stuff that they've been told their whole lives and never really thinking for themselves and never coming to any self-discovery. And, and if you're somebody like that, just know that everyone has flaws. Everybody has flaws. Of course. Flaws. Everybody. Yeah. Oh nobody's, gosh. Nobody's perfect. I remember when I was Far younger, from it. I, I'd be like, I know I'm not pretty, but at least hopefully my good personality will shine through. <laughs> and then I, you know, and look at me now, I'm a trophy wife. Woo. <laughs> I've, I've really stepped up in life, uh, but going from not tremendous. thinking I was pretty yeah, to, you know, being comfortable. I mean, if I didn't think if I still thought I wasn't pretty, I wouldn't be going out there calling myself a trophy wife. I, you know, when we went out together, as I'd be your valet. As a, Talking about wrestling? Yeah, and wrestling okay. as your trophy wife. I, I would never have done that. So I think it just shows that people can change and you can grow and, and you can start to realize it. But for anyone out there right now who's not seeing your beauty and your potential, like, just it's okay. You are beautiful. And and kind of to expand on that, not not to make this just too rah rah, cheery, happy. Stop trying to compete with the model on the cover of the magazine. Yes. Stop trying to compete with the person you saw in the music video. You or are on pretty the, for or you. On the movie you screen. are handsome for you. You should always be competing with yourself. Yes, thank you. Be the best version of yourself, because again, like I said before, there's only one you in the world. That's it. There's only one. There's there's nobody else like you. Whether anybody tells you you're good, bad, short, fat, whatever. Mm-hmm. There's only one of you. And you, only you alone have the power to change you. Nobody else can do it. You can allow other people to have power over you with their words, with their insults, with their put downs. Mm-hmm. But that's you allowing them that power. You can flip their negative comments and you can use it as fuel to make yourself better if mm-hmm. it's getting in shape or whatever your goal is. Or you could take them to heart and just 
you know, or be miserable. If, if you're, but you have yeah. the power. Because if you're happy with yourself, those comments are gonna roll off you like water off a duck's back. You're yeah. not gonna care. You're gonna right. shake it off, be like Psh, yeah. whatever. What, what's that? Haters gonna hate, right? Haters gonna yeah, hate. Yeah, it's who cares. Yeah. So everybody just needs to stop. First off, if you're one of those people, stop being so damn negative. Okay, just cut it out and start working on yourself. Yeah, find your beauty. And if you're one of those people that's getting the hate, getting the negative comment, getting the shade thrown your way, as the kids say, don't let it bother you so much. And and I know it's don't hard. Don't let it bother you. It is I hard. I have it's, been there. Yeah. And, and, and I know people. some especially, people listening to this going, oh, that's easier said than done. Okay. No. Yeah. I have been there. And especially when it's like your friends that, you know, or even some people, it's their family, but you have the people who you thought were going to support you. That I think is the hardest than some stranger. A stranger, like, yeah, well, screw you. But if it's somebody you know, a and, lot of times yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna br- break some news for you here. A lot of times, the people that are most critical of you are the ones that are closest to you, and you have to realize most often it's not coming from a place of ill will of of malevolence. It's not coming from a place of them wanting to hurt you. They're trying to, quote unquote, protect you. But unfortunately... Oh, did you hear my eye roll again? (laughs) Yeah. But unfortunately, it's their own insecurities and their own shortcomings that they're projecting onto you. They couldn't do it. So now they see you going out and they don't like that, whether it's on a conscious or subconscious level. And they're trying to protect you from disappointment. Mm -hmm. They're trying to protect you from failure, from ridicule. What are other people going to say? Or... Maybe Who gives a shit what other people are going to say? They could just be an asshole. They could be too. But I'm just saying, for the majority of people that do it, it's not coming from a bad place. It's just coming from a place of their own insecurity. But if you really want to truly change, you have to understand that not everybody's on your path. Not everybody is going to take the journey that you want to take for yourself. And you got to put the blinders on. You got to put the earplugs in and just ignore you could, oh, okay, yeah, thanks. Oh, I appreciate the advice. And just keep moving on. Only make room that's for it. encouragement and positivity. Yeah, that's and it's the only way you're ever going to really attain your goal and, you're the and one, maintain it. Yeah, because you're the one who controls what you allow in. So just don't let all that negativity in. Right. So body image. What What do you think is a is considered a healthy body image? What For you, do you have like a, a picture of a person that you think is the ideal body image. Do you have you gotten away from that kind of a mind now, that mindset? I think it varies because everyone has a different body type, right? Yeah. And it, it, there are some women who they're thicker and they are curvier than me, and they look phenomenal. And it's like, wow! Like if I put on weight, I can't look like that. So it's like. I find them lucky because I just think if I put on weight, I would not look like that. They look great. And then you see people who are athletic and they're muscular. And it's like, yeah, I know that if I work really hard, I can get to that. I look pretty good. But some people, they get the results they wanted, but they're still not happy with themselves. And I was like that. I couldn't see how good I looked. And then I realized it doesn't necessarily matter what I look like. It's what I feel like. So I think that has to go for every individual. Not so much what you look like, but how do you feel inside? Do you feel happy with yourself? Do you want to improve? It's all on you and what makes you happy. 
I think another thing with body image too that a lot of people don't realize unless they actually start to make the journey for themselves and do the research and start looking into this stuff and actually, thank you for knocking into the microphone Sorry. and actually looking into this stuff. The picture of what we see on fitness magazines and music videos, the stuff that we see, a lot of that stuff isn't healthy. It's not healthy to look like the guy on the cover of Flex magazine if you're a guy. Well, look at fitness competitions because you and I have had this conversation before. Fitness competitions, people go to extremes to get down to the lowest body fat. They dehydrate themselves. They can't chew chewing gum. There are such such extremes to get that body type. And then when it's done, they go back to eating normal. Or they, they're still healthy, but they're, they're drinking water. They're not dehydrating themselves. That is true. And I think that this the culture and society has gotten even worse because now we have Facebook and Instagram and Twitter where people are constantly putting pictures of themselves up, looking a certain way, doing certain things, whatever. And people think, oh, I don't look as good as that person. Mm -hmm. or I don't yeah. look as jacked or as lean or as whatever, whatever adjective you want to use. And they don't realize that a lot of these are photoshopped. Mm -hmm. A lot of the it's it's trick photography. There's filters now. Oh, all yeah. this different stuff that and you do. And then some people they might be working their ass off twenty four seven, and you're not putting in that work. You're not working out eight hours a day, seven days a week, and eating specific diets to look like that. So yeah, you can't compare. It's, you, yeah, I think, again, we all have to collectively as a society stop comparing ourselves with each other. Yeah. Be <laughs> just, happy with you. Just start comparing yourself with yourself. Yeah. Take a picture of yourself if you're going to start to try to get in shape. And, and, and you know what? I, I take that back. Don't try to get in shape. Just fucking do it. Yeah. Make the decision and, and just do it. And remember, it doesn't happen overnight. That's another problem with our society. Instant gratification. Instant gratification. Everybody thinks that something, I want to get in shape, I need to take this pill. I need to take this powder. I need to eat this food it's, or so much of this we food. We are in such a mindset because I see it every day. I want what I want when I want it and it's right now. Newsflash, there is no pill. There is no magic powder. You know what works? Commitment, time, dedication, and patience. That's how you get your ass in shape. That's how you get yourself better. It doesn't happen overnight. So make a commitment and stick with it. Just do it. Don't try it. Do it. Don't say I'm going to try to get in shape. Say I'm going to get in shape and then commit to it, stick to it, and do it. Well put. Thank you. Uh, just dropping some truth. Yeah, and I agree with you 100%. Yeah, people need to hear the truth. And sometimes the truth hurts, but like you and I always say, we'd rather want to hear the truth, regardless of if it might hurt us or not. I heard this uh, recently. I can't remember now who I heard it from, but it, it was just the greatest quote. The truth shall set you free, but first it'll piss you off. <laughs> I love that quote. Yeah. I can't remember now who said it because I want to give them credit, but phenomenal. And it's true. It's so true. 
the truth hurts, but mm-hmm. sometimes you got to hear it and you got to actually listen to it and accept it. And and sometimes that truth, like, you know it inside. You just need to accept it. Yeah, yeah. Gotta, everybody as a society collectively, we all have to stop living in this fantasy world. We have to stop comparing ourselves with each other. And we have to just yes. accept reality for what it is. Stop comparing and start supporting. Yes. So on that note, I think it's a, a probably a good place to, to wrap up this week. Yeah, so... For our listeners, one more time, your yeah. business, how can they find you again? Oh, it's alexarionfitness.com. So A-L-E-X-A-R-I-O-N-F-I-T-N-E-S-S.com. Go there and you'll find all the information you need. And if you want to get the No Excuses, No Exceptions, Eight Weeks to a New You ebook, the fitness plan and program, you go to my Twitter or the website. But the Twitter is at the Alexarion, and the pin tweet is going to have a link where you can buy the book. And for our listeners, if you put in the promo code podcast, you'll get twenty five percent off. Excellent. Thank you. And, and what about you? Our listeners can go to my website tarotbymonique.com. You can schedule a tarot reading, and you can also order pieces of organite that I've handmade. So go to tarotbymonique.com. You can also follow my Instagram, tarotbymonique. And I put postings on there. And I also will put it on my personal Twitter account, at underscore Monique Giselle underscore. Awesome. And as far as the podcast, we collectively have a Twitter account, which is? We do. It's at Pod. Our Instagram. Homewrecker Podcast. And we have a website too. Homewreckerpodcast.com. So go ahead and reach out to us. Let us know what you think of the show. And if you enjoy what you hear, tell a friend. Help us grow the show. And while you're at it, if you haven't already, head on over to iTunes. Hit that subscribe button and leave us a five-star review. really helps us to grow the show and we really, really appreciate it. If you want a super easy New Year's resolution... Have it be to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. There it is. So simple. Some baby steps. Something you can do. That's, that's, that's awesome. That's a good one. Good, good done. Good done. Good done. I'm, leaving, I'm not even going to cut that out. We're going to leave that right in. Good it. done. Good done. Good done. <laughs> so on that note, everybody, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I am the Golden Greek Alexarion. I've been joined by my beautiful, lovely gorgeous amazing trophy wife monique and you've been listening to the home record podcast
Get there.